0: think of his grace and his mercy, and oh yeah, how he loves me, all I can do is thank him for blessing me, he shows me from the hurt and the pain, the touch from him and you will never be the same, yes I gotta thank him for saving yeah. me, yeah. here we go. Here we go. I thank him for my blessings every day that I wake up. We were born into December. He decided to save us. Wasn't grateful for my life, but now I thank him every night because without him, I'd be lost. Now the problem has been solved. I remember all the lies and all the times that I disguise. but now his greatness and his mercy was revealed until my eyes. I'm so alive. I rose up from the desert. I cannot help but give him praise. You should come along for the ride. All right, everybody. I want to thank you guys for joining us again for another episode of Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study. I am your host, Coach Chelsea, and I'm super excited for this one. Y'all, I always say I don't have favorites, but I'm just gonna tell you right now, I do have a favorite. This is about to be my all-time favorite episode because the servant leader that is joining us on this evening, I cannot say enough about him. When you look at me, when you look at the person that I am, I've always been raised on the fact that it takes a village to raise a child. This servant leader has helped to have his hand raise me, continue to be a spiritual leader, was my championship coach. I cannot say right. enough about him. I really could use this whole hour, y'all, to talk <laughs> about him and what he means to me. I affectionately call him Daddy Whitfield. But today we have servant leader, Danny Whitfield, with us. A uh, Pastor, minister, minister of music, spiritual leader, chaplain, former coach, so many things I could really go on and on. But I know that at the end of the day, the biggest thing, he's a man of God that is obedient to his word. And so today, as we talk about the fruit of the spirit, as we've been doing all August, today we're gonna to talk about faithfulness. We had church before we came on today, okay? That's what we kind of would delay, you know, the spirit already kind of came up in here, but we pass to the torch to him to say hello to you guys, and we're gonna let God have his way. Daddy, thank you so much for being here.
1: It, it is my pleasure. Anytime uh, I called her, I call her my child. Whenever my child called and say, "Daddy, would you? Could you?" I I can't help but to say, "Yes." And I am I am honored to be a, a part of this. Uh, I know, God's hand, God's hand is upon this. This is this has been her assignment for this season. And I thank God uh, 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 I had the privilege and the honor of teaching her vocally and uh, coaching her in the basketball gym, in the the gymnasium. And she was, I'm going to brag on it just a little bit. She was my quarterback. She was my quarterback on that court. Uh, We were privileged to have some, we were blessed to have some excellent coaches who who sat beside me or or stood with me. And, oh, my God, championship after championship after championship. Why? Because of this very first thing, very same thing that she's talked about, servant leadership. And so I'm honored. I, I am I am just a little bit about myself. I am a retired uh, teacher administrator, 35 years in the school system. Uh, I thought I was done, and then I ended up in seminary. I thought I was done, and now I serve as a chaplain in in the hospital here in Tallahassee. So I am honored to be a part of this process today, part of this beautiful process and so I've been given the task to talk about um, faithfulness. But before I get into the faithfulness, I want to talk, I want to talk about that, that servant leader. That's that servant leader. Uh, and, and we know, all of us know, and I've heard others before me say this. The greatest example that we have. Is Jesus Christ Himself? He's the, he's the ultimate servant leader. I, I always go back. I look at I look at just uh, the Last Supper and look at what he demonstrated to us in that at the end that night. Here's a man who was human and divine, but he showed, he gave us a lesson in humility. Then he dropped down to his knees to wash his disciples' feet. Servant first. And he, he demonstrated that. Uh, um, uh, I, I, talk, I talk about this a lot. Uh, he, he established his purpose. His purpose for being on planet Earth. He said, I came here to serve not to serve, and for, for the 29 years that I, I have been at Tabernacle Missionary Baptist Church, I've heard something that my, my pastor says, and I, I didn't catch hold to it until I really, really studied that thing to, to really describe what that servant is, and he always opens his, ser- his sermons with this. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor, to set at liberty limited, limited, uh, those captives, and recover sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed and proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He set his uh, uh, platform in order. And we know that. So we as servant leaders, let me say this. God is a God of purpose. By By purpose, he set up the universe. All he had to do was speak it and it came into existence. And by purpose, oh my God, he has given every one of us there is purpose in all of us and it's incumbent upon us to find out what that purpose is if you don't know what it is you better ask because if you operate watch this if you operate out of purpose all of us know what a breech birth is a breech birth is that the baby enters uh, uh, exits the wrong way. if we go if we operate outside of our purpose, we will never be fulfilled. We'll never be happy with what we're doing because we are operate operating outside of who God has purposed us to be. We as servant you as servant leaders in sports, Everybody can't be a coach. It's a calling. It's a calling. When you find successful coach, they have found their niche. They have found their purpose. That servant leader is is one who is empathetic. That when my players come into my office, no matter what what, uh, 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 house or household they come from, whatever their status is, is I have empathy that I can stand with them in whatever they're going through. I'm a good listener. And the other thing is this, coach coaches, healing. They come with baggage. And so, with you being the servant leader that you are, with that good listening, you are able to see through your babies and see and help them unpack the baggage that they bring to you every day. So servant leader is so very much important. And, and, and so if I get to that, you know, we, we, got, we got our players and all of our players have their unique uh, uh, responsibilities and all of that that they add to the success of our team. They show up in practice. Physically they physically conditioned, to take the time and to develop their skills. It's learning how to be faithful. Learning how to be faithful. So here you are. Who, after they've developed all of those things, who is it that you're going to call on in the clutch time? Would it be those ones who came to practice on time, who was physically conditioned, or the ones who who uh, have faith in properly ex- executing all the plays that you have designed. You know what that person, uh, who that person is, that you uh, 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 would put out there in that same way, coaches. God is calling you to servant leadership as as a coach. He needs you to fulfill those. Unique positions and assignments and our faithfulness to the fundamentals are so important to God. God wants us to to be game changers. Let me say that again. God wants you to be a game changer, someone who you can count on. When they look at you, when they look at you, children, uh, uh, our players are mimics. They are, they are humans, and they learn by imitation. So they learn by hearing. Listen, we learn how to talk by listening to our parents. We learn how to wash dishes or busting those suds by washing, watching our parents. We learn how to love or to not love by what we see. And so here here is Timothy. Paul, Paul is, is, is making a statement. To Timothy, in in 1 Timothy 4 and 12, he told him, I'm, I'm talking to the servant leaders now, he told them to serve as an example to his church. He's a young preacher. He said, let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example, watch this, in speech, in conduct, in love, and faith. Timothy was to model thinking and living and to know that his church would inevitably be following his leadership, which leads us to that word, faithfulness. Being a teacher, I went backwards. Faithfulness, the state of, the condition of, Full, I'm full of it and faith. Oh my God. So I am in the state of being full of faith. Full of, full of faith. And and then what got me, uh, 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 Coach, was this. What got me was this. I saw the tree. I saw the fruit of the the spirit tree. When I looked at the fruit of the spirit tree, I say all those love, long suffering, peace. I saw all of those fruit on the tree. I'm going to be selfish. When I looked at my my subject, faithfulness, I I, kind of went down. I, I put it the lower part of the tree Why did I put it at the lower part of the tree? I put it at the lower part of the tree because it has a connection to the root. A tree has good roots. And with those roots, that means I am connected to something. And that connection or that connecting that I have is the one who made me. So I can't be faithful unless I'm connected oh, to the man who gives faith. That tree is who? I'm from South Florida, and, and, and there are, 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 are palm trees down in the South Florida. And, and I used to have to the trim them sometimes, I hated it. But what I noticed about a palm tree, the root of the palm tree, even when the wind blows, it blows back and forth. But the root of that tree is wrapped around a rock. It's wrapped around a rock. And that rock is Jesus. He is, he is, our, he is our rock. So, so, so I went to uh, Hebrews 11 and 1. When I went to Hebrews 11 and 1, I thought about basketball hall of fame, football hall of fame. So the athlete's ultimate desire is to become a member of the hall of fame. So Hebrews 11 and 1 has a list of all of those persons who fall in the fame. Hall of Fame, Abraham, Moses, and all of the prophets, they fall in that Hall of Fame. We're surrounded by witnesses of those who are cheering us on to be faithful in all that we do. God is calling us to be, to be faithful in any and everything we do can do and be. While we cannot see God, watch this. While we cannot see God, we can have faith in him because of the proof that he has given us down through the years. If I'm connected uh, to him, if I have this connection to him, I've had some experiences with him down through the years, that he has proven himself over and over and over and over again, that he'll do just what he said. And and then faith (laughs) is part of my spiritual armor. It's part of my, it's in Ephesians 6. It says the shield of faith. That shield was vital to that foot soldier. It was was a blanket of protection. And we all remember Linus uh, with Charlie Brown. He always had that blanket. He had that blanket because that blanket was his protection. When we stay connected, when we stay connected to that power source, it will push us to that area of faithfulness. We are faithful, not just one day, but every day. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Now, faith it's not later. It's not faith one day, but it's faith today. It's faith right now. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. First, first faith provides substance. In the Greek, it means that when we have faith, We have the assurance. We have that assurance. And then it provides evidence. It's the evidence in the sense of proof that results in our being convicted. It's, It's really this. Faith is seeing in the dark. Faith is seeing in the dark. I may not see it. But I know it's that when I ask God for something. I may not see it, but by faith, I know what it's on the way. Because I stay uh, uh, faithful to the cause. Why? Why? Because he says this. If I'm faithful. Over a few things. He'll make me ruler of many. I'm faithful. That little that God gives us, he asks us to do what? Be faithful over that. And I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to say this. With faithfulness <laughs> comes fruitfulness. Come on. With faithfulness, comes fruitfulness. What did he say in John 15, 4 through 11? He said, I am the vine and ye are the branches. Abiding me and I am you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it's abide in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in the vine. I am the vine, you're the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For he said, I am what? I'm the true vine. I'm not the false vine. I'm the real deal. I am I am the true vine. And 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 I'm the true vine because if you watch a vine, a vine wraps itself around a branch. And and, and, and it, because he is the true vine, he wraps himself around us. And when he wraps himself around us, when the storms of life are raging, we are wrapped around that true vine. That when the storm comes, because we have long suffering, we can stand in the midst of the storm and say, I'll bend, but I won't break because I am in and I'm surrounded by the vine. It's fruitful. And then it says a tree is known by the fruit it bears. The apple tree can't give me oranges. The cherry tree can't give me grapes. But a tree is known. Servant leaders, your life is a tree. Players that you coach, people that you come in contact with, they're watching your tree. And that which is supposed to be on your tree, that's what they expect on your tree. If by any chance you stop producing fruit, that means you you've fallen away from the vine, and, and and that, in essence, sometimes will taint who you are. I use this, I, and I use and I used to teach it to my son. Whatever you do, whatever you do, do it as if, first of all, he's watching you, and then do it as if someone else is watching. As coach, as coaches, people in the stand are watching your work. They're watching how you uh, uh, articulate or, or communicate to your place. People are watching who you are. So you gotta make sure that your tree bears the right, the right fruit. My, my son, uh, uh, he, I gave him the opportunity to cut the grass. But when I wasn't looking, the lines were straight. He, he, was, he was cutting the grass some other way. But I had to go out and teach him. Somebody, if, if you're gonna do a job for somebody, you gotta know that somebody's watching your work. So coaches or, or servant leaders, we must know that somebody is watching the tree, the fruit. And we can be fruitful. Oh my God. When we when we have Come in contact with players. They come to us as empty vessels, and they're ready for us to pour into them. In order for them to see that we're faithful to the cause, faithful to to them, to us coaching them, but then they be able to accept what you are pouring into them. I am. I am blessed. I would say blessed and highly favored that I've taught thousands of children in my 35 years. That was was an example for me to set. My tree had to line up. My children could not see that my tree was opposite from what I said it was. I had to be faithful to the cause no matter what. Faithful, watch this watch this, coach. Faithful, even to the point when I had parents behind me on the bench. Come on. Telling me to put my child in while my child ain't playing. The flesh part of me said, answer the question. But because of my faithfulness, it says, be still and know that I am God. I got it. So, so we got to make sure that we are bearing, bearing, bearing good fruit, good fruit. And then comes my favorite. <laughs> faithfulness, with faithfulness,
0: hmm,
1: comes favor. With faithfulness comes favor, faith. comes faith. Proverbs 8.35, for whosoever findeth me findeth life and shall obtain the favor of God. God's favors with unexpected people express an attitude of goodness toward you. For no apparent reason, they go out of their way to help you obtain something you need and won't. That's the favor of God. Second Chronicles 16 and 9 says this, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. To be perfect toward him means that we seek his favor more than we seek his hand. The favor of God. I say this all the time. Favor ain't fair, but it's necessary. It ain't fair, but it's necessary. I mean, uh, uh, if, if I can give a personal testimony about the favor, I thank God. I, I like I said, Chelsea. I thank you for this faith, for this, because I've learned how important it is to be faithful. I was in the school system for 35 years. In those 35 years, Chelsea, I had one interview. For every job that I had, the favor of God was upon me. And because if you are faithful to the cause of God and all that he has uh, 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 put into you, and you follow those things that He has put in your life, favor will fall upon you like a garment that you wear every day. When you walk out of your house, you walk out with the favor of God upon upon you. Every uh, 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 job that I had, no no interview, I walked in. I walked in the offices, and the principal said, "Yours." I got a call Said you don't have to interview, it's yours. I walked in a job at Amos P. Goddard High School. I walked in that place where there were so many people who were more qualified than me, PhDs. And here I was with with, with a measly BS, but here come God. My pastor says this. The safest place in God is at his feet. And if you stay humble as a servant leader, you will give God an opportunity to lift you up. So all you have to do is stay humble and watch God do what he said he would do. Whosoever can be trusted, uh uh-oh, with a very little can be trusted with much, to whom much is given, much is required. You have an awesome responsibility to deal with players every day, every year, parents every day, every year, boosters every day, every year, administration every day, every year. But God has given you, he has purposed you. For this, in this time, and in and in in this season, and so the favor of God is is so very important. It's amazing how God can pick you out of a crowd and exalt you. And folk will be saying, "How did you get that? How how did that person come in contact with that?" It was because it was only God who is on your side. And faithfulness, the faithfulness of God will help you get to the favor, the favor of God. And then the last one is faithfulness will lead you to fullness. Faithfulness will lead you to fullness. Fullness to me is this fullness to me says to me, because I am connected to a power source, I have everything I need. I want for nothing. That scripture says, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we may ask or think according to the power that is within us. That's who. That's whom we serve. We serve a God who can strengthen us. He dwells in us, and 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 God who fills us with His fullness. And so that being faithful means that we are full. We are complete because we are anchored in a God who can do anything but fail. I don't know if you remember the story of Jesus was coming down the mountain. And as he came down to the mountain, there was a disturbance at the foot of the mountain. Disturbance at the foot of the mountain was there was a man whose son was, demon-possessed. Jesus and his, his favorite three, his fab three, were coming down off the mountain. Jesus asked the question, what's, what's happening? What's going on down here? He said, this man brought his son to us, and your disciples we're not able to call a demon out. As servant leaders and coaches, as servant leaders and coaches, parents are placing their youth in your hand. And we're going to be unlike The disciples who couldn't do it because we stay connected to that source, that power source, which is God himself. That when they turn those children, those players over to us, our faithfulness is shown how we pour into them, how we seed into them. How we allow them to know that I'm here to take you to the next level. Just like you're faithful to the program and to me, I'm going to show you that I'm faithful to you, that I pour into you all that God has poured into me. Because as we pour into them, they go out. And when they go out, they are demonstration of what you poured into. I had one, her name was Chelsea, that I had an opportunity to pour into her. And when she left me, she went to to better herself, better her skills. And then God gave her another assignment that he brought brought her back to us to begin a new assignment of being that servant leader who's present to pour into others and to send them out to be what God has purposed them to be. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Learning to walk in purpose. Learning to walk in who God has Assigned you to be, and I'm. I, I, and I, you know, I, I just close with this. Little becomes much when you place it in the Master's hand. Little becomes much. He didn't. He didn't have but those two fish and buy five barley loaves, but he did a lot with it. And so when we when we receive our players or those who we serve as servant leaders, God has given us the assignment to multiply such that when we go out, when we go out, is an indication that God has truly had his hand on us. He's had his hand on us. So I am grateful. And I walk every day, I try to walk every day in the faithfulness of God. Why? Mm. Lamentations 2 says this. Every morning, it is by God's wrath. We are not consumed. It's mercy that we are not consumed. But every day, he's the great example of faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I seek. All I have needed, God, your hand has provided. So because you have been faithful to me, my God, let me be faithful to you. Great is
0: God's faithfulness. You already know. I'm laughing and this little girl be like, her foot sits on my diaphragm, but all through your message I can hear all the songs you taught me. <laughs> and just then all I heard was as I look back over my life
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. How your love has gotten me even though I've done wrong.
1: Yes, sir. yes.
0: left me alone. And you forgave me, and you kept on blessing. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope, is because of your mercy, I'm not consumed, because thy compassions fail not there. Morning, great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. And I love that because truly everything you said has aligned and it always does when God has his hands in it. Even this morning, you you know me, you've listened to this all the time and those that do know I love Christine Kane. And just this morning, she was speaking so much on the things that you just spoke about today. And that's when I know that God has his hands on it. You talked about allowing God, if we're faithful, we don't yeah. have to worry about being lifted up. Being promoted, right? Mm-hmm. She said, "Pretty much, if God marked you, He'll find you."
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: If yeah. He marked you, He'll find you. But what happens is we try to self-promote. Yes, we we move so much in our own way. Sometimes we shade off the marky place. Oh boy! Could you imagine the individuals in the Word that any time and every time God exalted them, they were exactly where He called them and asked them to be.
1: Ah, uh-huh. my Lord, my Lord!
0: Every single time, yeah. I can only imagine, especially being a woman. This woman who's been bleeding for years, yes, and has been hidden, kept in isolation. That's right. In order to be healed, she knew she had to go out into the masses
1: and had to press.
0: Come on, and she did that. Yes, did the very thing she was faithful. To touch the hem of his garment
1: so she can be made whole. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that, I, and I love that that uh, uh, story because despite all that she endured, mm-hmm. yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't, I, I didn't want to bump into him
0: Mm-mm.
1: like the other folk were bumping into him. They were bumping into him just to say, I saw him. But she wanted to bump into him she wanted because she just wanted to touch.
0: Come on here.
1: I want. I want to
0: touch. If I,
1: if I touch him, <laughs> then some of him will flow into me. Come on. And so if I if I just touch the him, I ain't got to touch his whole body. Mm-mm. Just give me just give me a little touch because I believe by faith. Watch this now because I believe I heard about it. Come on. I heard people talk about it, but now seeing all I want to do. Come on. If I, it, if I touch it, not healed, uh oh, not healed, but I made whole.
0: Whole, entirely. I made whole. Through and through.
1: Hey, that, that, that's the kind of God that we serve.
0: Come on. And I'm just reminded as I think about, you know, of course, your, as you say, your classmate. You know, being taught who God is and who Christ is and his ability through mom and through my grandparents, right? And through individuals like you who have been mm-hmm. part of my village. And it's one thing, just like you said, she heard about him <laughs> to me about him. Right. Y'all told me. But see, it was something different when I tried him right. in- hey. for myself.
1: My Lord.
0: There's a difference.
1: Oh, li- listen, listen, there's a difference. My experience, just like, just like you with grandma and granddaddy, because I know they were soldiers. Come on now. They were, they were soldiers. My mom, my mom was my hero. But I had to find out after her death at the age of 18, a freshman in college, mm-hmm. I had to find out that mom was not my source. I was pulling on that, that 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 apron spring string that I thought I could find God on that apron string. Come on. But when I when she left me, that's when I had to find she was just a resource.
0: Come on. And Say. God
1: was my source. That's when I didn't, I didn't know of him. I knew him for myself. That's it. And that's what he's calling us to. Not a casual acquaintance, not every other day, but he's causing us to walk with him every day and hour of our lives. We got to walk in it. We got to walk in it. We got to walk in it. And so, you know, I, I, I just, I'm just blessed to, to know that the favor of God rests upon his people. Mm-hmm. He'll, 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 he'll put us in some places that will blow our mind. Pastor Walker say they're head-scratching blessings. <laughs> yes. That we don't know where they came from, from the north, south, east, or west. But because we have been faithful, he blesses us. That's it. Yet yeah, and still, because of who he is.
0: and then you know it's amazing because one of the other things she said that was so powerful she said that there's a difference she said destiny draws you to jesus okay she said but we mess up because we're driven by our own ambitions she said destiny draws you to him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm nearer nero blessed lord okay (laughs) okay So, but what happens, we confuse that draw with our own personal drive. That's right. That's right. And so often, I'm thinking often of one of the servant leaders, coaches, he's amazing, Robert Knox, who's on here often. He may even be listening right now. And one of the things he talks about is that faithfulness as well. And he and uh, servant leader Sherrod Johnson, they both were talking about God ideas. And things start out as a God idea But how often do we see it that we replace it with our own ambition? Yes. Well, what we want. We want to be self-promoted, right? We miss out on the call because we want to quickly get to the spotlight. Not realizing that Christ is asking us to spotlight him.
1: That's right. That's right. That's right. And and all all he's asking us, like I said before, stay in tune Mm -hmm. to him. Stay stay, stay at his feet. I'm, you know, sometimes that's, that's probably the most hardest thing for us to do is to stay at his feet, as you yeah. said before. I, this thing right here get puffed up or this thing get puffed up and we think that that's, we, we can, oh no, we can help God get us to that place we want to be not knowing that in the process of us getting where he want us to get to there's some things we got to go through mm-hmm. the, anointing, the anointing on our lives will cost us something by if we are separated and isolated it gives god an opportunity mm-hmm. to elevate Sometimes we got to step away from people, places, and things.
0: Come
1: on. For God to do what He wants to get us to that place that He has purposed us to be. He already knows. He is the master architect. Come on. He's already designed our, our, path, our path from start to finish. He knows. So as we as we go through what we go through, he has us on the wheel. And when he put us on that wheel, anything that is not like him, he'll stop that wheel, cut that out, remold (laughs) it and put it on the wheel. Why? Because he's trying to, the ultimate thing is to get us to that place, the image of his only begotten son. And so we got to know, as we are faithful to God, all those who are in the Hall of Fame, it wasn't easy. They had to go through something and so we have to remain faithful knowing who whose hand we're in and that whatever we exp- whatever we experience in this life he promised us you won't be walking by us as he put us in the refiner's fire he sticks us in that fire as hard as we can get it but the joy is knowing That he's watching us as he holds us there. Yes. And then when he says that's enough, he pulls us back. Because he's trying to get us to that place. Only way we can get there is remain faithful. That's
0: it. Remain faithful. And you just gave me an image of, I tell my kids this all the time, um, as we begin uh, AP Environmental Science, and we're starting to talk about science in general, that foundation. And I said, you know, we talk about reliability and oh, test it and retested and retested. And I and I always pose the question why do we feel that as scientists, we can't just test something one time? We have to retest, uh-huh. test, and retest. And they're like, oh, well, I mean, if it if my hypothesis was right and I was tested and it was right, then I should be good. I said, okay. So if a surgeon tells you, He's going to try a surgery on you that he tried one time. Would you want it? And they're like, no, no, no. I said, so what testing does and retesting does is it gives you reliability. Yes. yes. And so as Christ continues to test and try and test and try and test and try. And each time he shows himself, each time he brings us through, each time it's like, I don't know how I'm going to make it out of this test. And he's there at the end saying, Why do you still not trust me? The uh, time that builds that faithfulness.
1: Yes.
0: Why? The more we retest, the more reliable Yeah. Reliable that source is. Yeah. And every time that Christ tests and tries and we come out, it just advances that reliability that we have yeah. to put our faith in him.
1: Trust it. Trust it. We, we, come we on just, here. You just struck a song up in my, in my heart. <laughs> Come on now. Tis so sweet. Come on. To trust in Jesus. Just to take him at his word.
0: Yes.
1: Just to rest upon his His promise. His promise. Because he got some promises. Just to know what thus said the Lord. And I, I took the word Jesus, Jesus out and I said, daddy, daddy. Come on. How I trust you. I approve you over and over. And I mean I I've been tested. So it's so sweet to trust in a man. And that's what faithfulness is, that I have, I have trust in a, in, in a God who is who has proven himself over and over to be loyal. In spite of my mess. Come on. He's still loyal. Come on. He's still loyal and faithful to me every morning when I when my eyes pop open is an example of his faithfulness towards me. What what a mighty God we serve. That's it
0: right
1: there. What a mighty God we serve. So my you know uh, I know uh, coaches are out there and they're preparing for the start of seasons. Uh, my, My prayer is you grip that solid rock. And if you hold to that rock. And that rock is Jesus. It ain't about X's and O's. And wins and and losses. Yes we want to win. But God has given us assignment. An assignment with the lives. Of those. Who he has entrusted us. with. Yes. So our job is to be. Seed droppers. We drop those Seeds. And as we go through a season, God will give us the water to water those seeds. So as we come to the end of the season, you'll see the growth because we have been faithful to a God who has been faithful to us.
0: That's it right there. And you know, (laughs) before I get to my two initiating questions that I got to give you before you go, I'm reminded of the final thing she said. She said, Oh, if we could humble ourselves to be okay with being a nobody, as long as we're in the body of Christ. Oh, if we could humble ourselves to be okay with being a nobody in the body of Christ. Because when you do that, when you do that, what better place to be than in the body of Christ? Amen. Amen. And if you're in that body of Christ, remaining faithful to what he's called you to do, yes, he's going to place you. And as you said before, he will, he, he will promote you and he will mark you. He'll find you because he marked you. That's right.
1: <laughs> he, he He marked you from, from eternity. you marked. Already, you're a marked you, person already.
0: Listen, I'm reminded of uh, that first day of school. You know, you did it for years where you try to do icebreakers. So you say, everybody count off one through four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And then get in your groups. He marks us. He knows us by name. That's it. Yeah. what yeah. we got here.
1: Amen. Amen. And he
0: will find you. All he asks is that we be faithful. That's it. That's it. That was that's golden. It.
1: That's all he's asking. That's all he's asking. And that's my prayer every day. Lord, help me to remain faithful. Faithful to what you call me to. to the purpose that you have in my life
0: that's That's it that's it it. and you know full well well I'll say this after we enshrine you so of course naturally individuals who are frequent listeners and watchers of the podcast there are definitely two enshrining questions he mentioned the hall of fame so of course that's what we're doing here the (laughs) hall of fame servant leader family uh, there are two initiating questions that we give, uh, the first one of which is, you know, one of my favorites. It really keeps me going. It keeps me understanding who God is, even in the midst of what the world shows. Yeah. It is, God is devotion. Yeah. And I literally, in spite of it, everything we see, especially right now, God is, and I'll just continue to rip off what he is. I'll rip off what he's not, because that's the biggest blessing sometimes is to think he's not, Right. Yeah. And so, but you don't get a list. Sorry, daddy. You don't get a list. You just get one. So that okay. God is, and I left a blank, and I know it's going to be hard, but God is what?
1: God is sovereign.
0: Come on.
1: He can do whatever he wants to, when he wants to, and with whomever he wants to do it with. He is
0: sovereign.
1: Come on. He's sovereign. He, uh, I, I, I learned that late in life as I was really being, uh, uh, taken through some tests to know that God is sovereign. It's not what we want. It's all in his will. Mm-hmm. So when we get to the point where there are obstacles or there are things that we face in life, I'm not asking God. I'm not asking God why. I'm asking God one question. What is it that you want me to learn? Come on. Go through this? And I'll sit back and watch your hands do what you do. That's it. All right. Peace out.
0: And and of course, this is the servant leader coaches Bible study where servant leadership is at the forefront, at the middle and all the way around what we do. Because typically I tell people, we, we, we truly jump to a conclusion in saying what a person isn't, what they're not being, what we're not seeing. But then we have to ask ourselves on the other side, have we been the servant leader to show it? Who's shown them? Who's the way, who's marked that, who's laid out the foundation and the playbook for them to understand that. So servant leadership takes on so many different words, so many different definitions, but I'm on a mission to create the longest and truest definition and resource for people to go and find it. So if I were to ask you, servant leader, Danny Whitfield, servant leadership, two words, what is servant leadership to you?
1: What servant leadership would be, to me, would be God driven.
0: Come on.
1: God driven. Servant leader is not in and of themselves. They're God driven because my orders come from him.
0: Come on.
1: And so if I am the function in what I do and what he has purposed me to be, I got to be God-driven and not flesh-driven and not me-driven. I have to be God-driven. And with that, I know I'm pleasing him because I am being led, spirit-led, by the man who created
0: me. I not with you. That is one, new, and two, it's on point. There's nothing. He said about that.
1: God-driven,
0: that's it. God-driven that's it. leadership. That's it. Because my orders don't come from me.
1: No. They come from. They come down. They that's come it.
0: Down.
1: They come down. I, I just I just want to say to you how proud I am of you and the woman that you have become. And the purpose that I know, that I know, that I know, (laughs) that God has on your life. This right here, fruit of the spirit for this month. I've listened to all of them. I've gone back time after time just to review. It's been awesome. And I thank God for giving you the vision. Amen. Giving you the vision. To, to follow it through, and you've done exactly what he what he said because you were God driven.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, you already know, um, and people assume that. So, and, you know, we hear people talk about flowers all the time. You already know, and I tell anybody that can listen, they already know that I don't play about Danny Whitfield. Okay. You have been so much from a little girl to that moment where it was like, it's your mama Vicky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my classmate.
0: That's right. <laughs> All the way to now. You know, a lot of times people lose touch when they feel my job has been done. Yeah. But you have always kept a hand on me. Amen. Even to now. Amen. And I am so thankful for that because it truly is one of the main reasons why I know God for myself, yeah, and why I'm able to be obedient rather it was to just His call to the ball, <laughs> singing, singing behind the mic. So I appreciate you not just for tonight and the message that you gave to make us all better, yeah, as for how you've made me better and continue to do so every single day.
1: Amen. Amen. I appreciate the honor of of being a part of of the servant leader bible study and i thank god for it
0: yes sir well if you don't mind can you close us out and pray yeah yeah
1: god how grateful how grateful we are first of all for who you are thank you god that you have proven yourself over and over and over again to be faithful faithful just early this morning, you touched us and you allowed us to have portions of your grace and for and your mercy. And God, we are truly thankful for who you are and not for the things that you do. Now, God, I pray your divine hand upon servant leaders everywhere. I pray, God, that you will you will touch them from the crowns of their heads to the soles of their feet. God, whatever these coaches and these servant leaders touch in this season, we pray, oh God, that you will touch now, that they will prosper. I pray for Coach Chelsea and your divine hand upon her. Thank you for the life that she exemplifies. Thank you for for the light that she is, not just in in, in her occupation, but her life in general. I pray not for a home. I pray for her marriage. I pray for coaches everywhere. Those who are married and those who are not. Thank you for them, God. In your divine hand, all those who are viewing today. God, you know their needs. So we pray, oh God, that you will meet them at their point of need. Whatever they need in this season. God, touch now. We thank you. And God, we can't thank you enough for all that you do. For every storm that you brought us through, we thank you. For our ups and for our downs, we thank you. And in the midst of all that we go through, we can say, for this, we give you praise. We honor you and we thank you. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 And now my favorite line of every call. Servant leader, Danny Whitfield. My daddy, you are now a part of the servant leader family. (laughs) My Lord, my Lord. We welcome you in. We enshrine you with your coat. I, I am on. It is people like you that strengthens these ranks and truly changes the face of servant leadership in every aspect. And so mm-hmm. I'm so thankful to have had you on. I thank you for your message. You know, I love you. And,
1: and listen, and I love you. Ain't nothing you can do about it.
0: <laughs> that's it. Shout out to everybody that's been listening. Yeah. Uh, saw all the com- comments, try to get as much as them that we could. You had some of your past uh, players and cl- uh, and students on. Uh, got to yeah. a- People, bro, Ty, I see you, Ali. I will definitely get him the message. He wants me to give you his number. I'm gonna do all of those things. But we thank you guys for listening. Yeah. See you guys next time.
1: Blessings.